Well, bless the Lord. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's lesson. And we have been speaking over the past few weeks on some subjects that are very, very important, particularly in this time and in this season. And actually, the revelations that that the Spirit of God has blessed me to receive began towards the end of August. And as I mentioned, towards the end of August, I had and I had this um, something happened where I was led to a particular bag in my closet, a small little gift bag, and I looked at it, and inside this gift bag were were um, three stones. They were inside of a pouch, and it was a gift bag that I had been given when I ministered uh, almost a year ago at a at a at a retreat, and. Inside this gift bag was a pouch with three stones. Two were blue and one was white. And each had writing on it. One said dreams, one said desires, one said destiny. And God said that he, that day he was going to be addressing those issues. That was a Sunday morning on August 25th. And I've given this testimony um, several times now. And I'll just share it briefly uh, again that when I went to my home church, I was not scheduled to preach, neither was a senior pastor scheduled to preach. There was another associate pastor who was going to minister that day, and he had everything set up. He had handed out the the outline of his message to the entire congregation, and he ascended, was about to, uh, he approached the podium, was about to begin, when suddenly the senior pastor came forward and said that the, he just sensed that he needed to pray for the children returning to school at that time. And then afterwards, we would have the message from the assistant pastor. Okay, no problem. So he starts to pray for the children. And as he begins to pray for the children, he starts praying about their desires, about the, their destinies. And then suddenly he says, you know, it seems that this is not just for the children, but for the adults also. Let me mute people out. Hold on, please. He says, but not only for children, but for the adults also. And so he began to pray, and a lot of people came forward. He prayed for almost everybody in the church, it seemed. And the prayers were dealing with those subjects, dreams, desires, and destinies. And I was I was so shocked. I said, oh, my goodness, this is exactly what the Spirit said. And the Holy Spirit rearranged the entire service so that the assistant pastor who was scheduled to preach had handed out the outline of his message, all of that. He didn't preach. He ended up giving a five-minute summation because the entire hour was really dedicated to praying over all these people in the congregation and they all dealt with dreams, desires, and destinies. Glory to God. And God said that, that the dreams, desires, and destinies were manifesting and that there was nothing that would hinder dreams, desires, and destinies from breaking through the matrix and manifesting. So anything that looked like it would be a hindrance, Anything that would be shielding or preventing the, com- the coming forth of dreams, desires, and destinies would not, it would not work. It would, it would have to fall so that what 
the dreams that God has given you, the desires that he's placed in your spirit, the destinies that he's spoken concerning your life will come to pass. Hallelujah. And last week I was ministering on the fact that there is more for you. So you, you have to exercise your faith to believe for these things to come to pass, the dreams, desires, destinies that have been in your heart, they are coming to pass in the name of Jesus. And then I, we received added revelation regarding the stones, the, the fact that there were three stones, two were blue, one was white. And we, were, we, learned, we learned even this past week, and I actually did additional independent study on this, how the Bible in Revelation chapter 2.17 speaks about the stone, specifically the white stone. And interestingly enough, one of the stones that I was instructed to bring to church that day, I was told to place the pouch in my purse and take it to church. I, I just knew I needed to bring it to church. And when that happened, I was able to take the pouch. I talked to the senior pastor and said, look, I was instructed to put this in my purse today. And the Lord said that this would be a, a, a sign and a token that the mouth of the Lord had spoken it. He was addressing dreams, desires, and destinies. We're in the ninth month. These dreams, desires, and destinies will be manifesting. They're going to come through. They're going to break through the matrix. They will actually happen. You'll, you'll actually be able to touch and feel and, and see the manifestation of these things. And that the, the three stones were a token and a pledge that the mouth of the Lord had spoken it. Praise God. And there is a significance because it was writing on the stones, and one of the stones was white. And so we were led to Revelation chapter 2. Praise God. And in the book of Revelation chapter 2, verse 17, the Bible says, He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says unto the churches. So you got to hear it. You have to have an ear to hear. It says, To him that overcomes will I give to eat of the hidden manna, and will give him a white stone, and in the stone a new name written, which no man knows, saving he that receives it. So we're talking about a white stone with writing on it that only the recipient would know. It's a new name written. And we have these stones, and a white stone was among them that had dreams, desires, and destinies. And the recipient would know, hallelujah, we're talking about dreams, desires, and destinies being fulfilled. The fact that it was a white stone with writing on it is significant because in the Roman times, at the time when, when the Holy Spirit was leading John the Revelator to write this in the book of Revelation, it was during Roman times. And at that time, the white stone was significant. It was significant for uh, in, in court, for example, there, there are several instances where the white stone was significant. In court, when you had a trial, especially when you were determining someone's guilt or innocence, the judge would place the verdict in an urn, and the vote was registered by 
either a white stone or a black stone. If you received a black stone, it meant that the defendant was guilty. But if you received a white stone, it means that the individual was not guilty. And it's significant the fact that I was using the, the, a white stone. There's a message to us today. See, there are some people who, who count themselves out of being able to have the manifestation of God-given desires, God-given dreams. There are some who think that because of something that may have happened in their past or how you may have mishandled a situation, how you may have um, spoken ill to a colleague, to your child, to your spouse, whatever, and you would, as a result, believe that you are not entitled to partake of the dream, desire, or destiny. You would think that somehow you are now excluded because of something that you've done. But God has extended the white stone, and the white stone means that you've been judged not guilty. That's the message of the cross, that those who come in Christ, those who come to Christ, hallelujah, we receive full acquittal by the blood of Jesus and complete remission of every sin, complete release from any past conduct, even conduct from as recently as 10 minutes ago. We receive complete acquittal. All we do is repent. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So whenever, you know, as God is mentioning, is telling us to stretch forth and believe God, believe God that the things that he's been showing you shall surely come to pass. As you're going through that process, understand that you are innocent before God, that whatever may have prevented your ability to obtain before, it is not being held against you in the spirit realm. And you have to understand that you've been acquitted. If the devil or anybody else tries to throw um, judgment, your way tries to tries to say, you, you know, because of what you've done, you overate, you did this, you did that. You have been declared not guilty. The white stone has been presented. Hallelujah! And the other specific usage of it was um, uh, concerning, um, let's say, the legislature when they're deciding, making different types of decisions. Again. You, the votes were registered by casting either a black stone or a white stone. So if the white stone would signify that the person was voting in favor of some issue. The black stone meant that they were voting against it. But again, so what you need to know that God favors you. So the, the fact that of the use of the white stone signifies that God favors you. Hallelujah. He supports you. He, he is for you. If God be for you, who can be against you to overcome you? Hallelujah. God, hallelujah. God is for you. Are you understanding this? You're acquitted. God is for you. Praise God. Another use of the stone is in with, with respect to hospitality. If you were to go to someone's home and stay with them, the homeowner would write his name on the stone and oh, the white stone and hand it to you, and that would entitle you to 
speak to their servant, and the servant would listen to you. And, you know, if you needed something, can I have a bar of soap or can I have a glass of water? With the white stone, that servant could then listen to you and get you what it was that you desired. Hallelujah. Or you could go to the store, the grocery store, and with that stone, you could purchase whatever you wanted. All things that belonged to the host were at the disposal of the special guest. So by, hallelujah, utilizing the white stone, God is signifying that we have all these promises in Jesus Christ. All that belongs to the host, all that belongs to Jesus is at our disposal. It's, it signifies our authority. You're authorized. You're authorized to utilize, hallelujah, your, the authority given to you by the host. You have authority given by the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And you can obtain things even without payment. Jesus paid it all. You can obtain things without payment. You, it also gives you access. You could enter into the arena. If you had the white stone, you wouldn't have to pay an entrance fee. You would, be, you would enter into the arena without payment. So it's giving you access to things and to places. Hallelujah. So these things are very, very, very significant. God is indeed, hallelujah, bringing forth dreams, desires, destinies, that which was placed in you by the Spirit of Almighty God. And we are in a place where nothing is going to hinder or stop dreams, desires, and destinies from breaking through the matrix and manifesting. There are so many things. The Bible says we are his workmanship, Ephesians 2.10, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God has before ordained that we should walk in them. So there are good works. There are things that you are to accomplish. There are purposes that you are to fulfill. And they are for you. You've been acquitted before God. No one, nothing is holding any judgment against you. Hallelujah. It pertains to you. It's for you. The God-given dreams, desires, and destinies that the Holy Spirit, hallelujah, has ordained that you should walk in. He has before ordained that you should walk in these good works. You have been predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things after the counsel of his own will, according to Ephesians 1.11. And it is time. We're in the ninth month, the time of breaking forth. It is time. You have to wrap your spirit around it. And the, the additional point that bears repeating is as you ponder the occurrences, as you, as you ponder this type of teaching, and if you listen to the prior teaching, if, as you ponder these truths, you need to understand in your spirit that they manifest by faith. They, you have to apprehend and lay hold to these truths, these happenings of the spirit by faith. 
I know you. I know you know that. But that that faith is operating on the inside, in your inner man, in your heart. This is it is a spiritual force. The Bible refers to faith as a spirit. Second Corinthians four thirteen talks about having the spirit of faith and how the spirit of faith speaks. So faith is operating in the realm of the spirit. It's a spiritual force. Hallelujah. And it operates according to spiritual laws. It's a spiritual force that operates by spiritual laws. It's We have to alter our thinking and increase our understanding so that we can appropriate these truths. God is operating on the frequency of the spirit. This is in the spirit realm. Are you understanding? It's the spirit of faith. And it's, it's, it's something that has to be grasped in your spirit. Why do I, why do I make such a big to do about that? Because it's essential for you to flow in the spirit. Because the Bible tells us that the, what is it? Romans 8, verse 2 tells us, it says, for the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. We have to live under the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. That's where faith is. It's in the spirit, right? The spirit of life in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. That's where these spiritual laws are operating. Hallelujah. You want to use the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. It makes you free. It's, that's where power is. That's where you break through. You, hallelujah. You've got, to, you've got to appropriate, walk in, and live in the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. And you have to operate by that law. It's, they were talking about spiritual laws, spiritual principles. Because you know, some people may listen to this teaching and say, what is she talking about? What are these white stones? What is that? I'm telling you, this is the, the spirit of God is moving. And, and the spirit of God is letting us know that the God-given dreams, desires, and destinies, hallelujah, are coming into manifestation. And it's as if you're in the ninth month and you're about to break forth. It's happening. It is happening. Glory to God. And you can, you can move with him by receiving this truth even in your spirit. That means you don't stop and start thinking about, well, I don't know how that's going to happen. I don't, we're, we, you want to get outside of your sense realm and try to, you want to not try to figure things out using the sense realm. See, 
because there are things that function according to the law of sin and death. And if you are, you, you, it's hard to comprehend and move in the things of God if you're operating according to the law of sin and death. Are you understanding this? Because if, in other words, let me give you an example. Let me just make it plain, break it down. If you are very fearful about something that, you know, whatever it is, about a diagnosis, about an upcoming court case, about whatever, if you are assumed with fear about it, then that fear is bringing with it the ability to hurt you. It is part of the law of sin and death. See, you know, fear, you know, extreme poverty, sickness, disease, that is operating according to the law of sin and death. So if you have, if you're believing that there things have the ability to bring you down, to take you out, to keep you sick, to keep you poor, if that's where your faith is, you understand, then you're, you're operating according to the law of sin and death. And in that posture, you're not in the place to receive what is going on, what is going on in the realm of the spirit because it's operating according to different laws and it's operating on a completely different level. God desires to up-level you into that your God-given greatness. He is going to up-level you. He's taking you to levels that you before up until now you didn't even know would be possible for you. You thought about them, it was placed in your spirit, but you had no idea how it could possibly happen. But God is up-leveling you. Hallelujah. And these truths, these things that he's been speaking to you will begin to manifest. It's not just for you. God is going to up-level you to achieve his purposes. Hallelujah. And some of you are going to be doing things. You're going to be doing what you've been doing, but on a whole different level. Just as Peter was. When Peter was fishing, right, and then Jesus comes into his life, and Jesus says to him, yeah, you've been, you've been fishing up until now, but from here on out, I'm going to make you a fisher of men. So it was an activity, fishing, that he was uh, aware of. It's something that was connected to what had been part of his journey, and yet God was going to take him to a whole other level entirely. And that's what God is doing in this season. He is up-leveling you, hallelujah, to a completely different level in order to achieve your God-given purposes. Hallelujah. I, I, I pray that you're, you're receiving this. And it goes along with what I was sharing last time, how you want to make yourself available. Hallelujah. 
and you know whatever you make yourself available to the move of the spirit and but even more impor- importantly you have to receive this by faith and faith is a spiritual force it is the spirit of faith you've got to receive this in your spirit hallelujah when you do it will produce results because whatever you say and whatever you believe without doubting you can have it will come to pass that's what mark 11 tells us mark 11 tells us to have the god kind of faith have faith in god hallelujah and you can cause your faith you can say well i don't have that kind of faith first of all stop saying that just stop it you know but rather start to declare Thank you, Father. Thank you for giving me the measure of faith. Thank you that I have the God kind of faith. Thank you, Lord God. The spirit of faith indwells me. That's what you start saying. You can never, you can't go north until you stop going south. Hallelujah. Praise God. So you, you, you want to ensure that you're following the prescription because there's the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. And that's what even Jesus taught in Mark 11 when he said, have faith in God. Have the God kind of faith. Praise God. And then he goes on to say, you know, for um, whosoever mm, shall say to this mountain. You, I know you know that, right? Um, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. Now, you should say, I believe that. I believe that. Hallelujah. We just have to understand the law, God's law of faith. It operates. It, will, it produces results. Whosoever is, lets us know that this spiritual law, this principle is going to work for anybody who uses it. Hallelujah. So you want to exercise the God kind of faith. Have the faith of God. Exercise the God kind of faith. Hallelujah. And you start to receive. I thank you, Father, for the spirit of faith that operates within me. When you start to say, oh, I can't see that happen. I don't understand that. You're you're operating according to the wrong law. That's part of the law of sin and death. And I want you to steer clear from the law of sin and death because there's nothing good there. It will not help you. It will not help you. And if you're having difficulty, I think I if you're having difficulty, like Janice, I mean I would I like I like to believe but it's just it's so hard. I don't I just don't get it. I don't I don't know. I would I would urge you to start just meditating on the love of God. Seriously, because the Bible tells us that faith works by love. I would I would encourage you seriously to meditate on the love of God. And just understand, spend time with the Lord and say, I thank you that you love me. 
that you love me so much to send your son, Jesus. I thank you that you love me so much that you brought me here to this world. I thank you that you desire a relationship with me. I th- You start to concentrate on the love of God and how he's been so, so good to you. I, I'm telling you, because faith works by love. Mm-hmm. Galatians tells us that, right? It is faith which works by love. So it's essential to understand the love of God. I know what I'm talking about because especially if you're in a situation where you believe that something negative has happened to you, when you start, when you, when, uh, you know, people say, oh, isn't that something how bad things happen to good people? Well, if you think, if you think that's you, that uh, you're, you're, you're struggling with a lot of bad things that have happened because what, what often occurs is the enemy will try to sway you over into the law of sin and death. The enemy wants you to be isolated. The enemy wants you to doubt, to doubt the love of God for you. The enemy wants you to think that God is angry with you. God's mad at you. God is punishing you. That That's what the enemy would want you to think. Or this is unfair. God's not there. Why, God, did you allow this to happen? That is all designed to get you into, on on a different lane entirely, on a different level entirely. It's designed to get you operating according to the law of sin and death. And you, you you can't have victory operating according to the law of sin and death. You want to be operating according to the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. Are you understanding this? So, And how do you get there? You, you want to exercise the spirit of faith. If you're having difficulty, start to concentrate on the love of God. I'm telling you, even from my personal experience, a year ago, the love of my life transitioned from this earth Hallelujah, in, into the next life. And I, and I understand, I'm not just, I've given you Bible. I'm showing you scripture. And at the same time, it's not just me teaching the Bible. I'm teaching also from what I have come to understand from my own personal experiences. I can't talk to you about your life. But I do know from my own experience that it is essential that you flow according to the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. That's where you secure your freedom. That's where the spirit of faith is operating. That's where things are pro- produced. That's where the Holy Spirit is moving. That's where things come into manifestation. And there are times when you may think that something bad is happening to you, you and, and you're start, you start to think, you know, why, why is this happening to me? Why can't I catch a break? Why is it that bad things are happening? Why is and it? And I want to alert you. It's like to, to put up the red flag and say, wait a minute, I need to get your attention. You may be in a job where 
things are going awry or your finances may be out of whack. I don't know what it is, but there's, there's a temptation that comes from hell to, to get you into this place where you're operating out of the law of sin and death. And that's where fear creeps in. That's where you, you understand. And your, the, your faith, the God kind of faith, is not operating there. And that's what you need. You need the God kind of faith. I'm telling you, take time to focus on the love of God. God is love. And faith works by love. And that love, it'll, it'll get you where you need to be operating in the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. God is love. He doesn't have, just have love. He is love. So you have to understand, God is love. And then you start to meditate on the fact that God loves you. Hallelujah. You focus on that. I'm telling you, the enemy can't penetrate it. It's, you know, it's that's where you receive truth. That's where I'm telling you. That it's, it's, it's like an impenetrable barrier because the enemy has no love. You focus on the love of God. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. And, and then you start to let God know that you love him. Get a revelation of the love of God. And you start to renew your mind. You understand? God is love. God loves me. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God. And that the measure of faith that you've received, hallelujah, starts to work by that love. And as you read the word, your faith grows. It comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. When you understand the love of God, mm-mm-mm. that's when you're, you're, you're better able to operate according to the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. And start to have faith in the love of God. Hallelujah. You, you start to have, to, uh, Lord, I love you. I love you. I have, I have faith in the word of God. Hallelujah. God is love. I'm telling you. And it, it creates in the spirit realm sort of an impenetrable barrier. And it will, it will absolutely bring results. I'm telling you. And you can, your faith will become energized and much more empowered. You'll be able to say, I believe I receive. I believe I receive. Thank you, Lord God, for having extended the white stone. I believe I receive forgiveness. I believe I receive the good things that you have for me. Thank you. I love, thank you for loving me so much. It creates an impenetrable barrier because hatred that comes from the pit of hell it, it it cannot mix with love. You understand? You focus on the love of God. It'll strengthen your the level of faith. I'm telling you, because faith works by 
love. No love, no operative faith, not the God kind of faith. You'll be relegated to living according to the law of sin and death. And that's where, where things don't happen. And that also enables you to forgive people. You just start operating in the love of God. You start meditating on God's love. It will help to develop your faith. Galatians 5 6 tells us faith works by love. And then it'll cause your spirit to grow. It'll cut and then that that thing that wants to grip you, it, it can't. It it weakens. You know, the, the depression that wants to grip you weakens. The anger that wants to grip you weakens. The fear that wants to consume you weakens. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, this this will deliver you. Because I know even myself, I focused on the love of God. And even in the, the depths of that despair where depression wanted, I know what it's like for depression to want to overwhelm you. I know what it's like when fear wants to consume you, fear of, of, of the unknown future, oh, fear of, of, of walking without your spouse. You never thought you'd be here. What's this going to look like? What's going to happen to your business? What's going to happen to your household? What about your children? What about this? What about that? I know what it's like when the enemy tries to come in like a flood. I'm giving you advice, wisdom, to enable you to walk according to the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. There you have freedom. It makes you free from the law of sin and death. You focus on the love of God. Are you understanding that you are now a student majoring in love, the love of God? It will bolster your faith. It's almost it's like an accelerant for your faith. It causes your faith to grow. And you get an understanding in the spirit realm, because these things are operating in the realm of the spirit, which is far more real than this natural realm in which we live. And it causes, it's like an accelerant, hallelujah. And your spirit man will grow. You start to receive revelation in the spirit that, in my case, that your father is with you. In my case, your your husband is in an outstanding, exceptional place. That God loves you more than you love yourself. Loves your children, has everything under control. God's got this. That you know that although your your path may look different from what you thought it would look like, it it doesn't mean that it's somehow negative. In fact. It's exciting. In fact, it's wonderful. In fact, the Spirit of God has gone before, making rough places smooth, crooked places straight. Hallelujah. Get, get excited for the unexpected wonderful that the Spirit of God has for you. You, know, you're, you are not alone. You're never alone. 
You understand? Oh, my goodness. But those sorts of revelations come as a result of taking time not to focus on the sin and death, but rather on the love of God. Get yourself squarely to where you are operating according to the law of the Spirit of God in Christ Jesus. And God is love. You have to operate according to the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus. It frees you from the law of sin and death. I'm telling you, some of us, you, you need like a remedial course. You need, you need to take some remedial action because you've been focusing too long on what the enemy's doing and all this terrible stuff. And you've been uh, accusing God wrongly, negatively, accusing him of things that he is not the author of and operating out of the law of, of sin and death. It's not a place you want to be. And it, it's having the effect of weakening your faith. Faith is a spirit. And the spirit of faith speaks. And it has the effect, the impact of actually weakening your faith. So we're coming against that in the name of Jesus. We come against that. But so your, your homework, your assignment is to focus. If you've had trouble believing, if you find the things in the word of God like too far out, it's, it's too much, it's too high, I can't believe it. I, I try, but I just can't believe it. Your homework assignment, really, is to focus on the love of God. Seriously, you read all the scriptures you can on the love of God. And don't just read. Meditate. Take time to mutter, to just meditate on that. You will find your spirit lifting. You will find something operating on the inside of you. If you can grasp it in your heart, you can clasp it in your hand. It, there's something that's going to go and move on the inside of you, operate in your spirit realm, and things will start to manifest. Good things, positive things, things in line with the word of God. Circumstances begin to turn around. I'm telling you, I, I pray that you receive it. Because, you know, sometimes people will hear a message and say, oh, yeah, that's too far-fetched. You know why? Because you're operating out of the wrong law. You're, you're using the wrong law. You're operating out of the wrong place. You need to be in the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. That's what gives you freedom from the law of sin and death, from sickness. Bad, I mean, bad things, accidents, horrible. That is all part of the law of sin and death and we want you out of there we want you in the spirit of life in Christ Jesus we want you operating in the spirit of faith we want you operating with the God kind of faith where these things absolutely do manifest they will become your living experience you receive your God given given healing in Jesus mighty name hallelujah you you you, you get to the place where you, when you pray, you believe when you pray that you receive it. Hallelujah. And the spirit of faith is operating. The power of faith, hallelujah, operates within. It, again, even focusing on the love of God, 
it'll cause your your spirit to grow. Hallelujah. And that thing that has come against you, it will weaken. You'll experience power unlike what you've experienced to date. Hallelujah. And then you just continue to feed yourself. Feed yourself the word of God, focusing on the love of God. Hallelujah. Just, you know, you continue to exercise faith and believe the love of God, no matter what anything is looking like. Hallelujah. No matter what that the devil is sending to your mind. And don't, don't accuse God. You just start to focus on his love. Ooh, I, I, I pray to God that you receive something today. Because I'm, t- I'm just telling you what has ha- helped me to break through. And I haven't even given you the testimony of the things that have been manifesting, even in my personal life. And, and you know, I just teach and learn. I learn and teach and teach and learn. And I pray that you've learned something today. Let me pray for you. Heavenly Father, I'm just so grateful to you. We are all so grateful. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your steadfast love for us. We thank you for your compassions toward us. They're new every morning. We thank you that you've acquitted us completely, Lord God. We thank you that you said all things are yours. We thank you that you've extended the white stone, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that we have access, that, that we can flow with you, that hallelujah, we thank you, Lord God, that the, these things that you've been ministering to us, that the, the God-given dreams, desires, and destinies, hallelujah, hallelujah, are breaking through the matrix and are manifesting. I thank you, Father. I pray for healing, for shalom, for deliverance, for all under the sound of my voice. Thank you, Father. You're an exceptional God. You're outstanding. We love you. We love you. We love you. Thank you for our very lives. Thank you, Father God, for lifting us up. Thank you, Father God, for delivering us. Hallelujah. From every affliction, you said many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers them out of them all. And I thank you for manifested deliverance on behalf of those under the sound of my voice. I thank you, Father God, for what you're doing in this hour. I thank you that people are breaking through the matrix, that that dreams, desires, and destinies. I thank you for the new jobs. I thank you for the new homes. I thank you for the new ministries. I thank you, Father God, for the evangelism, the, the fire of evangelism that is taking place and manifesting. I thank you, Lord God, for all that you're doing in this season. To you alone be glory, honor, and praise in Jesus' name. Somebody shout amen. Amen, amen, somebody. Glory to God. If this has been a blessing to you, I I extend to you the opportunity to be a blessing, even financially, to triumph in Christ. Certainly always solicit your prayers. They help to sustain us. Praise God. And if you're interested in giving a financial donation to Triumph in Christ, you can do so one of two ways. You can write to Triumph in Christ, P.O. Box, 66385 Washington, D.C., 20035. Again, Triumph in Christ, P.O. Box, 66385 Washington, D.C., 20035. You can also visit the website at jdsministries.org. Again, that's jdsministries.org. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, may God richly bless your life. Amen. What is going on with this phone? Lord have mercy.
Okay, let's see. 